What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right. All good. Hey. Sorry, I got my dog in here. <laughs> no, nah, no worries, man. She's got a cone on her head and she's scratching herself. So if you hear like this propeller-like sound, uh, that's her. My that, bad. I'll try and no, keep that, it to a minimum. I hear that's a nightmare for, for a dog. Yeah, I feel really bad. She's got extreme allergies. <laughs> okay. It, it, I, yeah. Well, shoot, it's the weather, right? I feel like... I want to say yes, but that. she has me around. It's I've, I've tried a billion different things. It just it just keeps happening. Okay, well, yeah. thank you for you know taking the time to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, you're from Mondo Creepy. Yes. The YouTube channel at Mondo Creepy TV. Yes. Uh, where we see, uh, what the glamorous Lilith Lilith Von, Von Bloodworth. Blood- yeah. Bloodworth. Yeah, she's glamorous. She. I kinda... <laughs> she. <laughs> I know she likes to think of herself as glamorous. I like that pale look. I don't know. I'm into pale women, so. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. That's, that's all by design. That's all by design. <laughs> no, but yeah, thank you for taking the time to come on here and just seeing um what's what's up, like what you do on the channel, just review movies. No, it's uh, if it's uh, it's like Elvira. It's a horror host show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember USA Up All Night back in the day. I don't. I, I've okay. seen Elvira recently. Okay. Uh, yeah. How old? Because all right. Because I guess it, it's all about a certain age demographic as well. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're probably under the age of forty, you probably don't know what USA Up All Night was. Uh, it was a show kind of like Elvira. It's a horror host show where you know somebody hosts a, a terrible horror movie and they cut in b- before the commercials, after the commercials, and kind of goof on the movie and guide you along. So like, sort of holds your hand. You know, this way everybody's in it together. You don't have to suffer through a bad movie alone and sort of gives you a friend to talk to in between the breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, USA Apple Night was a show that uh, was hosted by Gilbert Gottfried on Saturdays and on Fridays was hosted by a very sexy lady named Rhonda Shear. Um, so I like to tell people that the show's kind of a cross between Elvira and USA Apple Night. Okay, yeah. I'm. I, how old am I? 36? Yeah. I always forget. After yeah, 30, yeah. I kind of stopped keeping count. So... I get that. It gets harder to, to keep counting the older you go. Once you hit 40, 41, you don't care anymore. Oh, man. I, I can't. No, I can wait to hit 40. I feel like I'm already old at 36. I don't know how I'm going to feel then, you know? I wish. I wish I could go back to 36. And then I just uh just read a news article that, you know, the age of, like, uh, people living is getting longer, you know, because of medicine and stuff. So, like, yeah, you could you could expect to live to be 120, and I'm like, do I really want to live two more lifetimes? Well, people or... want to cash out by the time they're 65, you know. Yeah, I feel like I'd want to go out on a high note because yeah. at the end there, when you're at 120, what are you really doing? You're just kind of just having someone serve you baby food through a tube. There's maybe? no way you're enjoying any of it at past the age of 99. 
I don't think There's so. There's just no way. I think only people who do uh, live to be that long are the people who drink Dr. Pepper. Uh, and non-stop. smoke three packs a day. <laughs> yeah, it preserves their body somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> you always hear their... their stories about like some guy. He's like 102 years old. I smoke 12 cigars a day. I've been doing it for the past 72 years. I'm perfectly <laughs> fine. I wake up every morning and have a beer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and here I, I am. Ma- I'm still here. I- I run marathons every yeah. uh, time there's they're in town. It's like what the fuck, you know? What the fuck? <laughs> but um, and what do you do on the channel? You know, you do that. Do you just um? Do you select your movies particularly? Do you go off of like fan requests? Or? Uh, it's very difficult because most horror host shows out there. There's a whole weird subculture of horror host shows. There's a whole bunch on the internet. Um, some are very good. Some are still trying to get their act together, but everybody's, it's usually a very supportive group of, of people. Um, as far as going th- about getting the movies, there's a couple of ways to do it. Most horror hosts usually stay within what's called the public domain movies, meaning that there's no legal issue whatsoever. Like for whatever reason, these have fallen through the cracks and nobody owns these movies. And there's usually a reason why nobody owns those movies because nobody wants to own those movies. <laughs> yeah. They're usually pretty terrible, which is how the horror host kind of popped up to begin with because they were handed back in the day when it first started in the 50s. Uh, it was like local television stations and they would get these packages of movies from the from the studios. And in order to like show like one or two good movies, you also had to buy like a dozen terrible films as well. It's like, well, we've got this whole catalog of movies. We might as well show them. So, hey, you, the, the, usually it was like the local weather guy. They'd slap him in and put a Dracula costume on him. And then 12 o'clock at night, he was like Dr. Creepy Pants or some, or some stupid name like that. And he would host mm-hmm. a whole bunch of terrible movies. But in the days of now, a lot of internet hosts, really all you can do is rely on, unless you can work out a deal with somebody, is rely on the public domain movies. And luckily, we have been working out some deals with some with some people. The last two movies that we've shown have been from uh, indie filmmakers. And okay. uh, I'm sort of working out a deal right now to get a few more from a distribution company. I don't want to say anything just yet, but uh, signs look pretty good for the future. However, this episode that we have coming up is a public domain movie. Um, yeah. But I have a couple of rules about because most of them are in black and white. Uh, I try and stand to anything... I don't want to show anything before like 1972. And my rule is it has to be in color, even though our first movie was night of living dead, but night of the living dead is an exception to the rule. Uh, well, it's I, a classic. I, yeah, it's I, a classic. Yeah. I mean, everybody's going to watch that. It was very much by design that we did that as our first episode. But mm-hmm. beyond that, I want to show mostly films in color if I can. And the newer, the better, but the, the, the later you go, like anything past 1975, the amount of public domain public domain films is kind of few and far between because then by the that point people got savvy to to rights and things like that and people have been shoring up the ownership and sometimes you get youtube claims on stuff that you know for a fact is public domain and somebody will claim that they own it and then it becomes a big hassle and but, do you uh, ever go um foreign like do you oh yeah uh, oh yeah. yeah we did a movie called mystics in bali I don't know if you've ever seen Mystics in Bali, but I highly, whether you watch our version or some other version that's on the internet, it is batshit crazy. It's Thailand. No, no. It's Indonesia's first horror film for an international audience. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It's really out there. And luckily it was one of those films that fell through the cracks. So we were just able to to take it. Yeah. I'm not much like, 
as far as horror goes, I already ha- live with crippling anxiety and take a yeah. lot of medication for it. Uh, I do love me like your, your Nightmare on Elm Street, like classic stuff yeah. like that. But uh, we try know- and, and and stay within the realm if I can help it uh, of horror comedies because we know a lot of people get too scared or they might have feelings. But if you show just a jokey movie with horror elements in it, some like really bad like B movie comedy or something like that that has zombies and cheerleaders or something like that. Yeah. Over um, the top, over the top, really kind of campy stuff. People will stay. Then it not so much horror, but it's horror themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll stick to, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like some elements of horror. Like you said, uh, comedy I'm more into, but I could see how that would appeal to like a bigger audience is the horror and comedy aspect rather than just, trying to scare anyone shitless yeah. you know and to be honest for the use of our show because we always kind of do jokes when we come you know before them before we show a clip of the movie and after uh kind of teasing what's to come and the best uh types of movies to always play off of and use clips from are the comedies like if something's too serious or too gory it's kind of tough to make a joke about that but if like something's already kind of funny or self-aware that it's funny it's much easier to to, to make a bit out of that uh-huh and as far as um do you ever do uh i mean i i know it's the lilith von bloodworth you know i don't know if she's a video gamer you ever do any sort of video game she's not a gamer or? and i've been talking to her about it like i want her to get involved a bit the actress who plays lilith uh is my best friend her name's jennifer um she is very busy with her job she travels around as a brand ambassador she's doing car shows right now which is why unfortunately she couldn't be here tonight um but she's not a gamer but i've been telling her like you know we got to do more live stream events people want to see you do goofy stuff you know we already you know do watch movies as the main show but if you could play like some retro horror game you know splatter house or something like that mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. the fans would get a real kick out especially if you don't know what you're doing it's much yeah. funnier i think watching somebody who has no clue what they're doing in a game then like somebody's like oh yeah here's the secret door and i've got the secret this and you know i got the cheat code and and now i'm already on like level 13 well and then see her either yeah like you said reacting getting scared or any sort of somebody who's never really done it before yeah yeah so i'm working on her i can't really guarantee anything but hopefully for the future i can get her to to play some games live (laughs) and Oh, here's a just a question I wanted to ask. Uh, you know, like out of the classic Universal monsters, who do you have? Like Frankenstein, the the werewolf, the mummy, the, the mummy. werewolf, uh, <sighs> the creature from the Black Lagoon. Who do you think has the biggest cock out of all of them? Oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Absolutely. Got the, you for real? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Wolfman. Thinking. Maybe the Wolfman. Definitely not the creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't know and why. I, I, think, I think Dracula is overcompensating for something. Yeah. Yeah. Dracula, I think, is he's, you know, he's got his aphrodisiacs with his blood, but yeah. that's about all he's got. Because more I for, think it's Frankenstein, because like if you're going to build a guy, are you going to, you know, how are you bragging rights aside? Like, look, I built this dude. He's equipped with everything. And I mean everything. You know, yeah. are you going to go small or are you going to go, you're going to go big every time? <laughs> at least i think so i yeah well you're right because if he's got the biggest fucking torso yeah it's gonna probably have the biggest fucking horse cock just hanging there you know you would think 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, whether it works right. or not, it, I mean, from dead tissue, that's a whole other story. But. Yeah, but it's still big. It's still it's still big. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Frankenstein, sure. Sure, he'd fucking... Oh, I'm sure that would be in consideration. Like, nah, we're going to put a big-ass cock in this dude. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think of that. I don't know why. I, yeah. I thought Creature from the Black Lagoon... Trust me, was... most people don't, but since you asked me. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense, though, like, yeah. from, from his point of view. And then he could choose... Pick and choose what pieces he wants off of his right. body, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm seeing what else. Uh, what other updates do you have? Like about to Dark, go down, or uh, well, our next episode is coming pretty close. It's going to be in about two weeks, uh, the April the 14th, Friday night, April the 14th, 10 p.m. Eastern time, uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're just going to upload the the show. Uh, this movie is a B. I, I won't. I'm not going to really give away the the title of the film just yet. I like to tease it until like the week before, and then once we make the big announcement, everybody will know. Simply because I don't like people going out there and trying to find the movie and watching it before the show. But it's a Mad Max knockoff from Italy from the early '80s, and okay. man, is it a shameless knockoff! And boy, is it terrible. <laughs> and and there's there's horror elements too. No, no, like, that's the thing about horror hosting is sometimes you got to take what you can get. So mm. if it just falls within the realm of like B movies, uh, uh, grindhouse type of stuff, uh, you'll you'll take those every time. Okay, so so like this is the first action film that we are doing on the show, though. Okay, and so we you do just, make a note just of that. don't stick to horror. You you can go any. You can go ab- anywhere avenue. as long as it's you know B movie, uh, no budget, uh, grindhouse type of type of thing. You can do it. Yeah. No, I didn't even think of that either. You know, as far as like just going after. As long your... as there's lots of violence in the movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And the special effects are terrible at the same time. You could show it on a horror host show. Well, I think it's something like, and this isn't even, it's a horror movie like The Birds, but I would say uh, if you do like psychological horror or something, or where it's cheaply, you know, all yeah. the birds, you have them, you could tell their face. You could see the string. To, if you yeah, could see yeah, the string yeah. on the bird, or it looks like some sort of cut and paste job, something that you downloaded off of YouTube, and you just like put it on there. Uh, yeah, that's totally fine. You can no. absolutely show that movie. No, that's great. In fact, no, I, I want to see that movie. Let me see that movie. <laughs> no, it's even more fun to make fun of and then how you said with the exactly. host. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, usually our watch parties for the premieres, they've been getting a little bit bigger. They're not like super big, but the last time we had about 25 people in a, at, at the premiere, which is nice. So, you know, everybody's getting drunk and goofing on a, on a fun movie. No, Sometimes, crazy. although the last two movies have been pretty good because they've been given to us by indie filmmakers and they were just like super entertaining. In fact, I put the last movie that we showed called Bloodsucker Jones up against any horror comedy that you've seen. It's that funny. Like people should just legit go out and watch that movie or buy it on DVD. It's that good. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I mean, I'll take your word for it. It sounds yeah. uh, interesting. I think I see it here on your uh, Yeah, on you can your watch, channel, the, right you can there, watch the TV Jones. edit version on our show. Or you can go to a place called newvillagevideo.com and rent the uncut, uncensored version for about, I think, four bucks. Oh, shit. That's a yeah. that's a deal. Oh, yeah. And, and do you uh, have any sort of other channels like Patreon or anything? Else uh, for... No, we're still kind of developing and growing the channel. We're not able to get monetized quite yet. 
We're about 100 subscribers less than where we should be. We got about like 900. I think you need 1,000. And then mm -hmm. I think you need like a couple of thousand, I think something like 10,000 hours of, of viewership to to get monetized. So we're not like 4,000. I hope so. That's still a lot. It's still that's a lot. Still, yeah, that's still, still a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't so sound like a lot, but it's we're a lot. not quite there yet. But uh, hopefully soon we're gonna make a big push. Because last year with the pandemic, we both got Jennifer and I got sick at the same time when we were supposed to shoot. Uh, so unfortunately, last year we only put out one movie, uh, one episode. La the year before that, we only put out three. This year, we've made it a priority to get out at least five episodes if we can to like just do it more on a consistent basis because that's how you grow a fan base. You know, if you put out like one episode, two episodes a year, people kind of forget. Mm -hmm. Even though we've we've had a very loyal following, and people are always asking us when's the next episode coming out. Uh, you still got to give them content to keep coming back for more. So, yeah, but you go you go pretty high production from what I have seen. Uh, I'm a big believer in production. I come from yeah. a professional TV background. So mm -hmm. there really is no other way that I know how to do it. Uh, I know that there are a lot of people out there that are just like trying to like figure this stuff out and like more power to like, even I was not, you know, I was a, a producer at a production company. We did stuff for MTV, but I wasn't an editor until I was forced to do the show. So it was like, all right, you've got no one else to rely on. Now you have to figure all this shit out by yourself. So it's been a great crash course in education. Um, and uh, now I'm a one man band so to speak. I mean, I've got Jennifer acting and my best friend, Pete, does the special effects makeup. Uh, I don't know if, I'm sure you know uh, the Insufferable Bastards. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carlos my, Danger. My production <laughs> partner, uh, Pete, uh, works a lot with uh, with Spears. They do a lot of, they've done a whole bunch of movies together in the past. Oh, that's great. No, yeah, I do know them. And I remember him mentioning that he's done like uh, special effects for like yeah. top top name TV show. Top name, he does like the best of the best. Spirits. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool. That's really yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. So yeah. you know, with all that heat, how can I? How can I not lose? You know. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta like, like you said, things happen, but you know, you're gonna put more content out there. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna. But like... I'm still a big believer in quality over quantity. So mm -hmm. if it takes me a long time, because everything about the show is done in post. I mean, it's just her with a green screen when we shoot. So like everything that you see in the show, that's all digital compositing. And it's all just one person basically doing it right now, which is me. So mm -hmm. it, it takes a, a lot of time. And I'd rather put out a good show than rush out like something that looks like shit. Yeah, especially if you're taking the credit for it. You're like, no, nah, this is I'm putting my name on it. It's going to be. Good. Yeah. And it's not just my name, it's everybody else that's doing the show as well. You know, it's Jennifer's name, it's Pete's name. Sometimes Brian will will donate a prop to the show. It's just I want everybody. And now that we're getting movies from from uh hopefully from distributors and the artists that have given it to us, no, I have a responsibility to put their stuff in the best light. And you know, they're nice enough to give me a movie. It's got to be a win-win situation for everybody where I promote their films. You know where you can buy the uncut, unedited version, uh, and you know have a show to do as well that people will will like that looks like a real TV show. Well, no, that sounds great. I, I hope um, it, you know you. I see you're right there by the thousand viewers. You're at nine oh four. We got nine oh four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the if you look at most of the episodes, we've been getting about on average, I'd say a thousand views. Some episodes have 5,000 views. Some episodes have, you know, 2,000. Our last episode is still, you know, was put out six months ago. So it's still climbing. Uh, 
I have a feeling in about another five months, it'll probably have about 12 or 1300 views. So, you know, it's not, the, the numbers are not great, but they're not embarrassing. It's enough for us to keep going. Yeah, no. And it's just for the, I, it sounds like you love doing what you're doing just for the craft of it, you know? So yeah, it's, yeah. I wanted to do a horror host show for a really long time. I won't see there is a story about why I, I did it, but it revolves and it involves somebody from a certain radio show. And I probably shouldn't say anything about it, but that person backed away when I was working at a, when I was working re- in real TV for a production company, we went to somebody and approached them and then they were going to do it. And then they backed out. But I just, the idea just kind of stuck with me and I just held on to it. And then eventually said, you know what, I'm just going to do this myself. Sometimes some of the best ideas come like out of it is just like, yeah. I'm not saying it's out of like, it's not spite. It's not anything bad. No. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to do it. it. I said I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if plans didn't work out the way. But then you got to convince other it. people to do it with you. You know, I yeah. can't put on the dress and get out there. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> you never I know. Sort of don't want to see me on TV. God, I don't know, man. With the green screen effects and all the you can do anything. I know, man. You can do uh, it. You can yeah. fix it all in post. I've seen a uh, ugly guys turn into. Beautiful oh, women. Not not that uh, not that you're ugly. I'm not saying you're ugly, no, but well, it, it's pretty amazing what you what you turn. can do. I know. Yeah. Deep fake technology. You can make anything fake. Yeah. No, it's pretty amazing. But uh yeah. no, I'm I appreciate you taking the time here. I appreciate to, you uh, having me, man. Yeah. Uh the time I want you to plug everything you got as far as yeah. uh Mondo, Mondo Creepy. Creepy. Uh you could find us on YouTube, new episode Friday night, April 14th, 10 p.m. Eastern time nine uh central or you know however yeah central yeah nine central and all that stuff and uh it's uh, it's gonna be a good time it'll probably be about a two and a half hour show uh like mm. i said we're showing a terrible mad max knockoff from italy from around like <laughs> 1983 and uh all i will say for now is the the spirit of mel gibson will be with us i don't know if that's a good thing because he's well uh... <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch and find out I'll say the old, maybe the old Mel Gibson, the new Mel Gibson's a little, uh, I don't know. He's still a cool guy. He's still a well, cool guy. I'm just saying you got to watch and find out what Mel <laughs> or somebody that sounds like Mel does. Uh, okay. Okay. No, yeah. that sounds fun. But yeah, no, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. My and uh, give my best to Lilith. I'm sure uh, it'll be fun when uh, that does premiere on April 14th. April 14th at 10 p.m. Eastern time. All right, cool. I'll, well, s- I'll send you a link when uh, when we're ready to go. Yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, yeah I want to thank you for being here. And that's uh, today's episode. I'm sure. I'm hoping there will be a couple of dabblers uh, in the watch party. I'm sure there's yeah. probably will be. Oh, yeah. No, we'll definitely try to get uh, some of those subscribers over there and get it to right. You're right there at 1,000. Come on. I know. Come on. Come on. Help everyone. Help up. Yeah, help help Lilith and help Wanda me and Lilith out. out, and you know, don't do it for me, do it for Lilith. No, and they're right there. Come on, help them out. Thank but yeah, you. that's great. Uh, thank you for being here again, and uh, no, Lorenzo, thank yeah, you. Uh, thank you. Take care. All right, take care.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.